0: is about Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders, food and culture from the Gulf Coast of Texas to the heartland of Wisconsin to New York's Lower East Side and beyond. Off the Menu, Asian America delves into the wealth of stories, traditions, and unexpected characters that explore what it means to be Asian American today. And we're joined today by the director of Off the Menu, um, Asian America, and that would be Grace Lee. Grace, welcome to Film School.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Thank you so much for being here. Well, I guess the the obvious question is, uh, where did the idea come from for uh, Off the Menu? Uh,
1: well, actually, this is a co-production with the Center for Asian American Media up in San Francisco and KQED, um, the public television station up there. CAM, um, the Center for Asian American Media, had approached me about doing a film, asked if I had any ideas about how to sort of look at this broad World of Asian America because I had made this other film called the Grace Lee Project, um, which sort of explores Asian Americans and Asian American women and stereotypes in a sort of humorous way. Um, and I said, well, I'm not exactly sure how to do that, but I, whatever we do, I think we should do it with food. We should look at food as a way to talk about culture. Um, I personally am very interested in food and the many different ways food intersects in our lives. And I thought that because so many people um, kind of, you know, maybe the only way into Asian culture they have is through eating at a Chinese restaurant or you know Thai food or whatever. I felt that you know, well, this is a way to kind of go deeper and and explore some of the people and stories behind, um, you know, your pad thai or whatever. Right. Um, so that's that's how it came about. Well,
0: well, did you have kind of a roadmap going in? Did you how sort of did you set out to to tell one? Well, well, tell me a little bit about that process, I guess. Is a better way to ask the question, uh, how how and where did you make the decision to go into the different uh, these different stories?
1: Well, I mean, at one point, you know, we we I knew I only had an hour and there's no way to cover all of Asian America even in, you know, hundreds of hours. And so I thought, okay, well, I'll try to make the stories as diverse as possible, whether it means geographic diversity, ethnic diversity, how food um, intersects with the story Um, and I had some ideas you know I knew that I wanted to have a Midwest story because I grew up in the Midwest and you don't normally think of Asian Americans in the Midwest I knew I wanted to have a Hawaii story because Hawaii is a place where Asian Pacific Islanders are the majority the only state where that's actually the case Um, and then the rest I was just sort of open to finding you know what our research going where our research really um, took us and um, you know, we ended up going to Houston, Texas. We ended up going to New York City. Ironically, we didn't do anything in California, which is a little, um, you know, living, in, me being in California living here in LA where you could do a whole episode on one strip mall in, in Koreatown. You know, it, it seems like, <clears throat> um, you know, it's unfortunate we couldn't do anything in California, but I also felt that, you know, this is a little bit more familiar here, right. sort of Asian Americans and food, so... Let's go
0: somewhere where we haven't gone before. Right, and uh, it's terrific. And uh, the, the the spectrum of stories that you tell in off the menu, Asian America is uh, is wonderful. It's a very nice mix. Uh, there's uh, stories that involve Koreans and Hawaiians, and uh, a number of uh, and the and the one that is I think for me the most compelling for a lot of reasons is the uh, the Sikhs. Uh, you're <laughs> this, the diving into the relationship to food but also so much more and then there's a very specific reason i think that you picked this particular Mm uh uh, cult community of sikhs tell us a little bit about that and their story
1: sure um well i had heard about this um practice within the sikh faith called langar which is a communal meal that is integral to the faith and it's where the gurdwara or the temple opens up their doors to anybody in the community who might be hungry and and invites them to share a meal and this meal is created, you know, um, by the members and offered It's vegetarian. It's offered, um, you know, basically as a way to, to create community. And I had heard about longer and I thought, well, you know, where, it would be interesting to see longer in someone had said, Oh, you should go to one of these longers where they serve thousands of people, you know, like in New York city or some, some big place. And I started thinking about where I should look at longer. And I occurred to me, um, that there was this Sikh temple that we all know about because of the headlines in twenty twelve there was a tragic shooting um in Oak Creek, Wisconsin, and I thought, oh, where what um I wonder what Lunger is like for this community and and who is this community community And so I went there and learned about how it was a it was part of not only an integral part of who they are but also part of the healing process since that event. Yeah,
0: and it is—it's such a tragedy. Uh, it Was a, I believe, a white supremacist who assumed uh, that the the Sikh community—not that there's any sort of justification in any way, shape, or form—but assumed because right. they wore turbans that they were Muslim and proceeded to kill. Um, I forgot the exact number. I mm-hmm. think was it was at half a dozen or yeah, more. Yeah, six
1: people were killed. Yeah,
0: right. So, so, and it was such an embracing. I mean, there's so many things about. There's a warmth to this film um, that is. It comes across as this just a beautiful communities, these different communities. But as we speak about Oak Creek, uh, they used food and the lungar as this healing part of the healing process in a way that uh, they didn't shut themselves down. They didn't close themselves off. Mm-hmm. They continued to embrace the community in which they find themselves and. Um, that's, to me, such a it's a wonderful thing that they did. Um, tell us just a little bit about that, that healing process that they have been going through for the last uh, two and a half years.
1: Um, I mean, well, I caught them, you know, maybe a year after that had happened, okay. and it was still pretty fresh, but also incredible how they would sort of bounced back and were sort of, you know, coming, still moving forward. And I think that, you know, the excuse of telling a story about food allowed me to really explore who are the people within the Oak Creek Sikh temple community. Right. Um, and I think that that's what food allows us to do in many cases. It allows us to, you know, we're talking about food, but we're talking about something much deeper than that. We're talking about their faith. We're talking about, you know, being, um, uh, Immigrants, we're talking about right. them. Right. You know, in some cases, you know, a lot of people I met were not immigrants. They're the children of immigrants. You know, that's something I can relate to. So, you know, mm-hmm. we can talk about all kinds of things by asking people about, you know, something very integral to who they are, and that's this, this ritual of longer. Right. Um, well, and that's what I strive for with the whole film. You know, it's like right. um, beyond the just figuring out what's the best, you know, what's the best... Um, Soup dumpling, we can get, or what's you know how how do we in, it, how do we uh, how do we interact with the community beyond just consuming the food that they make, right? right. Um, that's something that I, I I've observed, and and you know,
0: well, well it, it's beautifully yeah, you, you you did a beautiful job with that in that introduction, and I I think uh, by the way, I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with Grace Lee, mm-hmm. she's the director of the film. Off the menu, Asian America, um, and one other aspect, and it comes, uh, it it's comes out in, in particularly in the Sikh story, but in other stories that you tell in in the film, off the menu, uh, the role of women. Uh, it is such an important part. I mean, it, the story of food uh, so often is the the impact that women and and mothers in so many traditions around the world where women prepare food, um, and I think that's another sort of a, a prism through which mm-hmm. to see what your work here has done. Um, mm-hmm. is that, was that a conscious, uh, I mean, to, to um, see that? Or?
1: I mean, I I think, you know, there's stories within the psalm that are, you know, the the characters we're following are men, and there's stories right. where they're, they're women. Um, but I think it just, I don't know if it's a conscious decision, but I'm definitely interested in that. So, uh, you know, I, I, I guess I had a consciousness of keeping it, Sort of inclusive of a lot of different things, you know, um, older people, younger people, um, immigrant, first generation, right, third generation.
0: Maybe that didn't quite come out like I wanted it to. Sure. It's just that it it is oftentimes so often uh, the 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 role of women is is relegated to the sort of the the margins of uh, uh, of culture and and and, mm. and 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 I think and then you get you you see through the. Food and preparation of food, and that uh, certainly a very strong uh, a component of that. So, let's talk a little bit about the the story of uh, Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan. Yeah, Wu from uh, the Lower East Side of New York City, his story very interesting one, and his is multi generational, uh, which I thought was fascinating as well. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell me a little bit about that.
1: Uh, well, Jonathan Wu is this Chinese American um, second generation young chef in his early, mid-thirties, who uh, was trained, you know, trained a a French-trained chef. He went to the French Culinary Academy, worked in high-end restaurants all over New York. Um, But when it came to starting his own restaurant, he wanted to do something that was more personal. Um, And he has a restaurant on the Lower East Side called Feng Tu, which he partnered up with another Chinese-American guy named Wilson Tang. And feng Tu is sort of a modern take on Chinese American food based on personal stories, you know, that he, or, or recipes that he, um, you know, from his family growing up. No. So he may do something using kind of Chinese ingredients, but taking some kind of European technique and creating something totally different, you know, and he talks a lot about whether. You know, a lot of, one of the themes that keeps coming up in the film, and I think with chefs and food in general, is authenticity, mm-hmm. um, and I think he talks, he very eloquently talks about his food having an authenticity of spirit, um, and I think that's very seminal to, like, the Asian American experience, and and that's what drew me to him and what he was doing, because I felt, you know, he's, he's basically an artist and a creative person who's expressing himself through um, the medium of food.
0: Yeah, and, and that really comes across. And again, the sort of tradition of the the history of not only a culture but of a family specific, very specific. Uh, yeah, history. his
1: grandmother did. You know, ingredients yeah. that she might have used. Um, he takes those and, and and puts a new twist on it that that's his own, right? And I think that's very interesting. And and you know, I think we see a lot of Asian American, particularly second or third generation chefs. Doing that these days, you know, we know about the Roy Choi's and the David Changs. Yeah. Um, Jonathan is doing something that expresses who he is as an Asian person who has been born and raised in this country, and that provides some a very interesting perspective.
0: Definitely. Well, uh, we're go- you are going to be here in uh, Los Angeles uh, for uh, th- this coming Sunday. That would be October twenty fifth for, yep. for the, a premiere showing of Off the Menu Asian America. Tell us a little bit about that event and how people, if they're interested in attending, um, uh, might be able to, uh, to do that.
1: Sure. Um, it's an event. It's our L.A. premiere. It's a screening sponsored by Visual Communications and the Japanese American National Museum. We're going to show the film and then afterwards have a panel conversation uh, where we have a local chef, Min Fan, from Porridge and Puffs, uh, we have food writer Christine Chow, Yua Yang, who's a, a farmer, second-generation farmer, um, and Karen Thompson, I believe. She's a, she's a scholar from USC, mm-hmm. and me, and we're all going to sort of expand upon the themes that are brought up in the film, and, you know, it'll be interesting to see the mix of backgrounds that come come together. Uh, and then afterwards, we're going to have um, special a special reception where chefs like Asian-American chefs um, local Asian-American chefs like Min and John Eric Concordia from Park's Finest um, and Sehi Cho are going to create dishes that are, or they're going to serve dishes that are inspired by the themes of the film, so special off-the-menu dishes um, that they'll share with the audience. So people can buy tickets um, through Visual Communications, if you go to vconline.org You'll be able to uh, purchase a ticket and and come to our event.
0: That that sounds wonderful, and it's at the museum. as it the? Uh, um, have I got yes, the Japan
1: Japanese American National Museum. There's right. a, a little theater. There's a, it's like a 200 seat theater called um, at the Center for Democracy. It's right across. It's in Little Tokyo, right across from um, Moca Museum of Contemporary Art. Um, yeah, all that information is on on the website.
0: It's a great great part of uh, Los Angeles as well. It's terrific. Mm-hmm. People want to find out more about you and your work. Uh, they can like they, they can go to gracely.net. That would be uh, yeah
1: yeah. They can, they can also. It's a little outdated, I have to say, but um, gracely.net is the best way to see the other things I've done. Or um, IMDb has all my credits. I've done a few films more recently that aren't on the website <clears throat> but um yeah. No, it's great.
0: Net. Terrific. Now, uh, again in the in the film um Off the Menu Asian America will be uh screening um not only here and in town on, on on Sunday but also it's going to be on PBS. Yes. On December 8th.
1: Broadcast December 8th broadcast nationally. Um so people should check their local listings. Right. Uh, and if you want more information about this, we have a companion website that oh. also has the trailer and also has uh, recipes and other stories connected to the film. That's at CAM Media. It's a little odd. C-a- C-A-A-M-E-D-I-A dot org backslash off the menu. Uh, maybe you can put a link up or something.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cam media c a a m e d i a dot org, and yeah. and there it's a. It, I've got it right up here on screen. I think it's the it's on the home page. Uh, but you can also oh, go. Okay. Yeah, I've got it up here. At, uh, Explore cam cam fest. Uh, so it sounds like very much involved in. Um, Media as it re- in regards to the Asian Pacific uh, American community. Uh, Correct. And uh, yeah. there's a lot there, and yeah, I will. I look forward to uh, seeing you on Sunday. I'm I'm planning on oh, on, on being there, and uh, and I also before I let you go, I just do want to say you mentioned some of your other films. Uh, I thought this was such a interesting idea. You uh, explored the life of. Uh, Grace Lee Boggs, who was a an activist in civil rights in this uh, in this country, tell me just a little bit about Grace Lee Boggs. It sounds like a, just a oh trip. yeah,
1: I mean Grace Lee Boggs is she just passed away like right. a couple weeks ago at right. the age of one hundred. Uh, she was Chinese American activist, writer, and philosopher based in Detroit, and she devoted her life to social justice, primarily in the Black community. Um, and so the film really sort of tracks her her philosophical journey, her evolution as an activist, as somebody who, um, you know, was always thinking about what revolution meant in this country and and how how the word revolution contained the word evolution and what that meant for her. Um, So the film I made is called American Revolutionary, The Evolution of Grace Lee Boggs. Um, It's actually, you can look for it at Mm AmericanRevolutionaryFilm.com. It's actually streaming for free right now on PBS. Um, on the POV uh, website, they put it up uh, for free streaming, you know, after her passing. But it's also available on Netflix streaming and Hulu and a bunch of other places.
0: So that's, again, it's Grace, it's called, the name of the film again? So
1: It's called American Revolutionary, okay. The Evolution of Grace Lee Boggs.
0: Awesome. And it's funny because in, just in the last... Uh, few minutes here it's uh you got to know a little bit about grace lee boggs based on another project which was called the grace lee project yes (laughs) which was an exploration of i guess a relatively common name uh, or what was that how did that sort of
1: um well the grace lee project is is a film about grace lee is an incredibly common asian american woman's name it's like I I posit that it's the Asian-American Jane Smith. Um, And growing up in the Midwest, I didn't really know anybody named Grace. There weren't a lot of Asians, so I thought I was really unique. But when I started living in places outside of the Midwest, I would meet people who would tell me about these other Grace Leaves they knew, and they were always kind of the stereotypically perfect, overachieving Asian-American girl. And I wanted to find out if that stereotype was true, because I certainly did not feel like You know, I felt like a loser in comparison to all these amazing Grace Lees. So the film is a humorous road trip into the many different Grace Lees. And I met Grace Lee Boggs while I was making that film. So we are are not related. She's Chinese-American. I'm Korean-American. But I was so fascinated by her then. I knew I needed to make a longer film about her. And many years later, I did.
0: Very good. Well, that leads to the uh, kind of the follow-on question. To that is one project led into another. Is uh, off the menu Asian America? Is that leading you towards uh, a similar project or something that you're kind of working off of that uh, of that well, motif? Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely love to continue. You know, I, I probably I have a personal interest in food and food related stories, so um, I would love to continue developing this. You know more episodes if I can, um, but nothing specific. I my tastes and subject matter are very eclectic, yeah. so I also work in fiction films. I made a I've made a couple of feature films. Um, one is a zombie movie, so
0: <laughs> okay. Um,
1: you never know where you get inspiration. So well, it's terrific. Maybe it's, yeah.
0: Well, uh, well, thank you so much for being a part of Film School today. Again, Grace Lee is the filmmaker, and the film that we we've, we've been talking about is Off the Menu: Asian America. Uh, you can an opportunity to spend some time, not only to watch the film, but also to spend some time with uh, the filmmaker as well as an entire um a slew of other people eating and enjoying themselves uh, this Sunday, October 25th. You can find out more about the event going to Visual Communications. That's VCOnline.org to find out more about the event and how you can be be there for it. And go to uh, uh, let's go to, to GraceLee.net. You mentioned another site to find out more about your films. What was it again? Oh, Cam. Oh, I mean yeah, all over. Yeah, Cam Media. Cam Media. So well, thank you uh, so very much for being here and. And all the best on, on this and all your future projects, Grace Lee. Thank you.
1: Thank you for having me.